Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 2, titled Baggage. Okay, so we got a bunch of stuff going on in this episode. First and foremost, uh, picking up right where we left off with Philip and Yusuf trying to cover up the fact that Yusuf just strangled Annalise to death. Rip. So, we get this whole extended sequence of them, like, disposing of her body. And the whole thing is so uncomfortable. It is so hard to watch. Like, okay, so... Philip calls in Elizabeth, because this is kind of too much to handle on his own. And, you know, Yusuf's kind of just... The idiot who got him into this situation. So Elizabeth comes over and like the three of them just start contorting the dead body and snapping all her bones. Like they're bending like her limbs the wrong way and cracking them. And like all of these are like cracking and you can see the bones like just starting to stick out. Oh, it's so bad. Uh, They cut to a wide shot and Annalise has just gone to this like contorted mess where everything's bending the wrong way. It's the worst. It's so horrible. And they end up doing all this so they can stuff her into a suitcase. A freaking suitcase. Oh, it's so hard to watch. It's so painful to sit through. Like, ugh. And I'll be honest, I kind of forgot this happened. Like, I guess it was just so disgusting the first time around. Like, I just blocked it out. And then, like, as soon as they knelt down on that, uh, on that freaking sheet with Annalise face down on, it kind of, all the memories came rushing back of, like, oh no, this is happening! Like, it just, it came to me. And I was like, oh, oh no. (laughs) Why? Why are you doing this? Uh, After that disgusting, disgusting imagery, uh, we then have uh, Philip doing exactly what I said was going to happen. 
uh, now using Yusuf as a direct line rather than going through Annalise because now this dude owes him for the whole deal of covering up Annalise's murder. Uh, so we end up getting this whole plot line of Yusuf calling this emergency meeting to, uh, to get all these names. Uh, Philip and Elizabeth are spying on Yusuf and the people come in, like, via this hotel. Uh, and then they're, and then they end up leaving to go to some other location. And they just go into this mad dash to follow these cars. Uh, and it's this very tense moment where, like, they're literally just tailing the CIA and hoping that the CIA doesn't notice. Like, it is a heart-pounding moment. And then, of course, they do that thing at the bar. They take pictures of all the license plates. Uh, they take pictures of the guys uh, at that one table with Yusuf. Uh, and they're just like having a drink and dead bet bets all good time. So, yeah, they're in full blown using Yusuf to get the names of the people on the Afghan group deal. Like they're they're in full Yusuf's our source now mode. So cool. Good on them for going that direction. Uh, although, what will mostly stick in my mind from this episode is the image of Annalise's contorted, disgusting corpse. Ugh! Oh, I can still visualize it! It's still in my head! It's still in my head! Oh, God. I gotta stop. I gotta stop picturing it. <laughs> uh, also, we get some more Paige arguments of Philip being real mad at the idea of Paige becoming a second generation illegal. Elizabeth pushing for uh, the Paige thing to happen. Uh, and we actually do kind of get a little information as to why Elizabeth's so, so keen on this happening. Uh, so, Elizabeth's mother, who, by the way, Elizabeth just realized was dying, and is having all these flashbacks about. By the way, I also really like that flashback of, like, the mother being like, no, we can't go to this memorial. It's not his memorial. He was a coward. Uh, I like that a lot. Uh, but apparently, when Elizabeth was recruited, when Elizabeth was approached to join the KGB, uh, her mother was like, without hesitation, saying, go, serve your country. Like, just like that. Like, she was just this assurance that this was the best thing that Elizabeth could do with her life. And so Elizabeth wants to be that exact same thing for Paige. Wants to be that assurance of like, hey, 
This is absolutely 100% the best thing you could do. Do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. She wants to be that rock. And this is why she is pushing so much for Paige to become second generation illegal. And for Paige to get involved in this work. Uh, Meanwhile, there's a bunch of stuff happening with Stan. Uh, He's starting to become essentially a bodyguard to this one defector. Who's just come in and sought asylum from the Soviet Union. Uh, She was at this institute uh, that looks at like geopolitical blah, 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 not important. Uh, I I like how she comes into the country. Like apparently the whole getting out of the Soviet Union thing was such a... Such a difficult deal that they had to resort to putting her in a crate, giving her oxygen, and sneaking her into the U.S. And it's a really cool moment where they're, like, all just sitting around, like, all standing in this parking garage. And this one forklift is, like, bringing in this crane, like, yeah, put it down, gently. Gently put it down. And they open it and they're like, what's in the crate? What's in the box? What's in the box? (laughs) And you hear this like breathing, this rhythmic breathing. And you're like, there's not a person in there, is there? And then... This defector comes out and you're like, oh my god, they literally shipped someone out of the Soviet Union and to America. That's kind of badass. And you get to see this woman basically become a celebrity overnight. Like, she's given all these interviews, given these press conferences, uh, because this is a huge win for America to get such a high-ranking defector. And, I mean, you also see, like, there's an Intura reacting to this. Uh, Oleg saying, like, uh, uh, I guess, uh, I guess she's doing this stuff. Uh, she's gonna, she's gonna rip into the whole Afghanistan deal. Uh, but what does that have to do with me, really? I'm, like, the science and technology guy, blah, 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 blah. Speaking of Oleg, so we also get this standoff between Stan and Oleg. Stan walks down an alley. Oleg is there and is pointing a freaking gun at him. And it's just so angry, so full of rage that Stan would let this happen, that Stan would let Nina get taken like that, that Stan would let Nina go to a Russian prison rather than betray his country. Uh, And of course, Stan being Stan is 
is of the mindset of like, I can find a way to get her, just not by betraying my country. And Oleg's just so deeply hurt by this, and it's just ready to shoot him. And Stan does this whole thing of like, oh, screw you, Oleg. You want to shoot me? Shoot me in the back. And just and just walks away very slowly with this look on my uh, with this look on his face of like, what the hell did I just do? What the hell was I thinking? This is a bad idea. I'm gonna get shot. Oh, Oleg's gone. What just happened? Like, Stan is so cool in the moment. As Oleg is sort of working all this crap out internally. Of just, like, being so angry at Nina, but not knowing quite where to direct it. Like, he was gonna direct that at Stan, but then he was like... I, I can't kill this guy. Uh, he has some morals to a certain extent. And killing Stan in the back. Uh, shooting Stan in the back. Just isn't isn't in line with that. And, and Stan's so cool in the moment. But then as soon as Oleg leaves. He's like my god. I just. I just almost died. And by the way, uh, huge props to both Noah Emmerich and Costa Ronan. These two actors are amazing. They are absolutely extraordinary. And they did an amazing job in this scene. Uh, They both gave incredible, incredible performances in this moment. They were incredible. This is a brilliant scene. Uh, and then the aftermath of it is just as good. Uh, you know, he leaves the voicemail and, like, talks to uh, to Matthew and to Sandra and all that. And it's sort of like just being nonchalant, like trying to come off as normal, but at the same time, very clear that something's wrong. And then he goes to Sandra's and talks to her about what just happened. And they have this moment of like, clearly like they're not married. Both of them know that it's never going to happen. Both of them know that they're not getting back together. And neither one of them is seeking to get back together, but they are still two people who care very deeply about each other. And despite these, Horrible circumstances in which their marriage ended, uh, despite the really not great place they left things. Like, they are still there for each other. Uh, Sandra is still this... Is still this rock for Stan. And is able to be this person who he can talk to. And tell about this stuff. And vice versa. Uh, it's this really nice, beautiful moment. And uh, as all this is happening, we return to Nina in this Russian prison. In this really, really cool subplot. 
I like the Nina in prison stuff. Like, it's very, very well done. Uh, I love this little evolution of this one new prisoner that gets put in with her. Uh, this Belgian girl who's like, I'm innocent. I didn't do anything wrong. This is not a prison for innocent people. Like, clearly she did something to piss off the Soviet Union. Clearly she did something to piss off the Russian government. But she just doesn't understand it. And she just, like, isn't growing accustomed to it the way Nina is. Like, Nina, she goes in and she immediately, like, accepts her circumstances. She's just laying down. She's pissing in a bucket. She's eating the crappy food, and she's just like, yeah, this is my life now. Whatevs. Which I love this sign of Nina, by the way. She is a freaking badass. And then, like, we meet Oleg's father. Uh, she sits in a room with Oleg's father, and they have this nice conversation. Uh, and it is a very, very good scene. Uh, where... Oleg's dad is talking about what it's like to be, well, Oleg's dad. And Nina's talking about, like, her relationship with Oleg and saying, like, please tell him I wasn't pretending with him. Uh, it's really, really good. Uh, I honestly think, and we'll talk about this more as the season goes on, uh, but the Nina in prison stuff, I think, is very, very underrated. Uh, it's real, real good. Uh, and I'm very excited to talk about how that evolves going forward. Uh, but yeah. Kind of a great episode. Uh, kind of an amazing, amazing episode where <laughs> there are so many incredible moments. Uh, a lot of the plot lines are starting to kick off. It is real, real good. In every possible avenue. Uh, in every single plot line. Like, everyone has some big stuff happen in this episode. Uh, and it's a really, really good one. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in. As well, it's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 3. Talk to you then.